500 years ago he washed ashore the sole survivor of a shipwreck and upon the skull of the man who killed his dad he said i'm mad i must eradicate piracy injustice and cruelty and all my sons will follow me so evil doers will believe that this man cannot die the the ghost who walks enemies beware the phantom's always there but you won't find the phantom he finds you Welcome, everybody, to episode 63 of the Phantom XM podcast. It's been a little bit of a break, but we have had some exciting uh, releases through free with the Kid Phantom, so we thought we'll give everyone a bit of a chance to actually read it. And as you would have seen with our uh, announcements, we gave everyone an opportunity to actually join us with this podcast. But before we get into that, let's us introduce the regulars. Stephen, how are you, mate? I'm good, Jermaine. Yourself? Pretty good, thank you. Thank you. Um, and Dan, how are you? Yeah, g'day, mate. Going well. G'day, Stephen. Hope everything's going well all around Australia. <laughs> okay, so... This podcast is a special one. As I said before, we have received some submissions from some fans around the world um, about what, with some reviews of the Kid Phantom, which hit the hit Australian markets about a week or two ago of of this coming out to you guys. So, first of all, we're going to have a bit of a quick talk about it ourselves. And then we're going to uh, open it up for everyone else who has sent their reviews in. And, yeah, just we've, we've managed to get a nice selection of some uh, young fellas, some middle-aged fellas, and some older fellas, which I think will be quite good. So, uh, Stephen, have you had a, you've had a good chance to read it and read it in the flesh with the colour and the stickers and everything. What do you think um, about it? Yeah, it's... um. Oh, it's excellent, I, I think. And being be able to share that with um with my son was um was fantastic, you know, to um uh to hear the joining's voice and the the exclamation and all that type of stuff. Um mm. you know, it was it was um yeah, excellent. And from what I see on Facebook I'm not the only one who's um who's had that experience. Yeah, you've had this similar experience as well, Dan. Yeah, absolutely. When I brought it home Gave it to my son and, and he read it before I did. Um, but just to be able to hold it and uh, see the different uh, the size of it as an, as opposed to the normal Phantom comic. And, uh, yeah, the colours are really vibrant in it. Um, I think the story comes across really, really well. Um, as, a, as a first issue, uh, it's been very exciting. And as, as Stephen said, to, to be able to do that with your son and uh, to see all of the, the happy comments on Facebook has been a really good experience over the last week or so. Mm. So Dan, did you uh, did your daughters get a chance to read it, or are they not that interested? <laughs> They've had a chance, but actually they're uh, a little bit older. So yeah, they are. Yeah. yeah, and neither of them. Um, one of them picked it up and flicked through it. The older teenager sort of acknowledged that Dad's doing silly phantom things again. So <laughs> <laughs> just just the just the older daughter wasn't the wife who thought that as well. She knows better by now. She just shakes her head and moves on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, every wife 
around the world does the same, I think. So, um, yes. So what, do, what do you guys think about the stickers uh, as as a freebie? And also, I guess what was an important note is that the target audience is a little bit older and it tends to be kind of like two, tends to be two main age groups. One is with more of the younger stuff, with more of the puzzles and the games where the other one's more of the comic base. So did you feel like that it, that it made its mark with the stickers and with the presentation? Um, I think the stickers yeah. are, are nice, but they, they need to continue on with, with something. And um, I've only just recently listened to the, to the uh, podcast that you guys did with, um, with the creators, and um, yeah, looking forward to you know, ha- having something extra there. Um, and I'm thinking if they're going to release mm. this quarterly, when it's getting towards um, end, um, start of school, if they've got a release coming at that time, they're going to do stickers, have the, um, like, name, um, class, school. Yeah. That, yeah, subject, the school book ones. Yeah. That's a good idea. Mm. Phantom Men, have, uh, the Egmont version, have done that a number of times. Mm. And I, I guess it's a good excuse because that's, that's, that's a very good idea, actually, Stephen. Um, should I uh, pitch that and I'll finally get you a free crew badge? <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be nice, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. It, it, I agree with uh, the idea that you know the stickers are really cool. Um, it's it, and it does label them big and on the front, and it's one of the first things that um, my son picked up on when he when he um, looked at this. He's going, oh, there's stickers inside, and flicked straight through looking for them. It would be nice when mm. you see it when you see it on the shelf next to all of the other similar sort of things. It would be probably cool to see it in a in a little plastic bag with a with something hanging onto the front to to make it yeah. stand out in that ray as well. You do raise a good point, though, about that. Not not every similar magazine that's out in the newsagent and stuff, but a lot of them do have the free stuff on the outside because, let's, let's face it, that's what a lot of kids do look for. So it is interesting they went on the inside rather than the outside. Yeah, so we'll, it just remains to be seen whether there. We've heard a little bit about a uh, this being a soft launch and and really pushing harder in um, issue two when it comes out. So whether there's something big and bright and cool on the outside that's going to really grab attention then um, on the back of a a bigger advertising campaign or whatever. I guess it remains to be seen. Uh, some type of shelf yeah, talker exactly. would be good as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. A box that people. Oh, my local comic book shop has got it uh, sitting up on the um, on the front counter, front and centre, right next to the next to the cash register, which is really nice. But it's just on um, you know one of the just a, a wire stand. It would be cool to see it in its own little kid fandom box or or whatever, so that to encourage other comic book stores and news agents to put it up there as well. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and then it'll be something else collectible for us uh, diehard completists <laughs> to try and chase up and get as well. That, that was the um, the, un, the un, untold story there in what I said. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Another idea that I have seen, I've been looking at kids' magazines a fair bit the last month, is they kind of get, especially with issue two being the main push, with issue one being the soft launch, and I'm sure there's reasons behind that, um, is that some tend to, like, package a couple that have, like, been, you know, like, package them together and then give something extra as that. Like, there was this uh, princess one 
uh, that, I, that I actually brought for my uh, daughter that she chose, and it had like two princess magazines in it, and then it had gifts with it as well. Mm. So it's, it's almost like the stuff that they couldn't sell, they thought they will repackage mm. it as one and, and sell that. So maybe that's an idea for... Because if you're picking up issue two, obviously you need to pick up issue one as well. So that's mm. it's, it's something that I just picked up with looking at some of the uh, some of the competition. Yeah, and, and when I was looking at the competition, you, you even at $8, this magazine's probably... Um, on the cheaper side of the digests that we're at there, yes. you see a lot that are yes. 10 and 12. And, you know, to be honest, I wouldn't have minded if this if this Kid Phantom turns out to be 9.95 or even 11.95 or whatever, um, and, it's, and that is to cover the cost of having a little plastic toy on the front or, you know, a ring, I think, is probably what springs to mind for me, um, or whatever it is, um, and that covers the cost of that, and that's just the price of the comic, I think... Um, I think that's competitive in this market. It, we're not talking about selling to, um, you know, the the traditionalists, the forecasts who are older and, and perhaps watching their pennies a little bit more. You know, for this market, a couple of extra dollars would be okay, and if that covers the cost of getting that that um, pester power thing in there, then uh, I'm all for that. Yeah, so, it's not like uh, it's every week or fortnight. Yeah, exactly. Out every so, um, mm. yeah, you can you can live with that. Yeah, good point. So you said that you would like to see a ring. Um, what would you like to see, Steve? If you know, let's just say you know, had had your choice of as a freebie as a, a pester power, what, what what would you like to see? Um, well, the ring's obvious for those of us who um who are fan of fans, but um, having a figure like some sort of um two inch mm. or something uh figure. Yeah, of Kid Phantom or of the of the different characters, I, I think would be excellent. Yeah, it doesn't need to be you know anything absolutely flashy. You can just do a simple mock-up. You know, whether it's just a a, a purple you know Phantom Kid or it's a yellow um, Kid Walker, you know, in his loincloth or whatever. You know, yeah. it, it doesn't need to be um, like a in in depth miniature or something that they might have for. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like a role-playing game or anything like that. Just, yeah, something yeah, nice that's to, what I was... To, yeah, like yeah. a happy mood, surely. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, Another one that I got my daughter was a, a little pony one, and they actually had... Uh, they had two little pony uh, erasers that were like figurines. Um, so I don't know if you guys remember or not, but uh, Defenders of the Earth did a um, little figurine collection. I think it was four Flash, Mandrake, Phantom, and Ming. Um, and they were actually erasers as well. So I thought that that's was a, quite a cool idea. Cool. Again, with that, with that school theme, uh, mm. another one was a uh, like a, a princess. A uh, princess pen was another one that um, I saw, like some stationery or like a, a pencil and stuff like that. Like, so, you know, they're, again, the idea of them taking it to school and using it with the idea of the stickers of the school subjects and, you know, all, all those type of things because that's that's where the next market is, yeah. is at school. And you can even get cheap little pencil cases and that sort of thing for that matter. Mm. Yeah. So was there anything else that kind of jumped, jumped out at you before we go on to... This, uh, listening to some of what the other fans thought. 
the art, the artwork really pops, I think. Mm. I think yes. Um, and, and talking to, I mean, not talking, listening to the, um, to the artist or to the creator podcast. Yeah. It's something that hasn't been seen in a fan of this type of artwork hasn't really been seen in a fandom comic. Um, not in Fru anyway, like it might have some sort of, um, resemblance to 2040, but, um, I think it's great. Like it, it really pops out of the, off the page right at, right out at you, especially that front cover. Mm. And I thought the paper quality was pretty cool too, um, and that and that helps that the, those things go together. Um, yeah, really, not, really nice little book I thought. Awesome. So it's all thumbs up, all um, good marks from everyone in here. Yep, yep. Awesome. All right. Well, that's us talking. So what we'll do now is the next voices you will be hearing are from fans from around the world with their views of the Kid Phantom. Looking forward to that, and especially a couple of special guest reviewers that we've got coming towards the end of the podcast here as well. So I hope everybody enjoys hearing from a range of voices about uh, Kid Phantom. What do you think of the comic so far, Tom? There's a lot of interesting words. Some interesting words, eh? Oh, what's happened here? What do you mean? What do you reckon about the pictures? Things. What do you think of the colours? Mm. Not really step different and it just purple and it looks like nice well the other one doesn't look like nice. The other one like the kid. Yeah, because they look like the other ones it's like these. Yeah, the band are. Yeah, and they're not look very nice. Well, do they look angry, do they? They don't look very nice, they're just bark. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, how could they be better? What do you think? To be wearing good, nice stuff. Wearing nice stuff. you got to remember, though, they're in the jungle. Yeah. Yeah. But you, thought, you think the phantom looks cool in his purple? Yes. Yeah, that's good. What about this young fella with the bow and arrow? Uh, I don't have any idea about that. Probably in the middle. In the middle? What do you think of the cover? It looks nice. What do you, what's the best thing about the cover? Uh, the phantom. Cool. Guess what happens when you open it up? What? It's a big picture. Go check out the big picture. Wow, what's that? Uh, <gasps> Is that a leopard or a cheetah or something? Uh, I think it's a cheetah. I think it's a cheetah? Oh, well. And now, I'll open to the middle, Tom, and have a look what's in the middle. Stickers! Stickers? Phantom stickers. Phantom stickers. What are you going to do with them? They're written in the book. Oh, are you? Maybe. Whose child is this? I bought stickers. I knew he was going to say that. Why? Because that's something I would do. Because that's something that Daddy would do. He'd say that's too special. <laughs> I'll leave it like that. I'll yeah. put something really scary in the middle. So what was it good? Uh, Did you enjoy it? 
Yeah, well, I like the meal because there's stickers in it! <laughs> Very good. Okay. So this is Dan. I've just bought a copy of Kid Phantom from the newsagent and brought it home. I'm about to give it to my son, Angus. Um, he might not be too surprised to see that there is a Kid Phantom comic book because um, he's heard me talking about it and seen pictures of it uh, that I've shown him and stuff. But um, this will be the first time he's actually held the comic in his hand, so I can't wait to see what his reaction is. All right, well, um, I've got a little bit of a surprise for you. Oh, what is it? What is it? Well, I went to the shops on the way home, and I found something that we've been waiting for. It's a fanning thing, isn't it? <laughs> yes, you know that. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Dad. Wait, there were stickers. There were stickers. It says there's stickers. I'm gonna have a little look. What should we do for these? With what? Stickers. Well, it's your book. <laughs> I'm guessing you would like that one. I like all of them, but do you like them? Yeah, definitely. Which one would you like the best? Um, I don't know. I think the Phantom, the Phantom's dad on his horse shooting his gun. That's pretty cool. Hmm. <laughs> So, maybe after dinner you can have a read of it and then tell me what you think. Gus? Yeah? I said maybe after dinner you can have a read of it and then tell me what you think. <laughs> I like the... I want to read it. What? I want to read this now. <laughs> Angus. Hello. Hello. What did you think of the Kid Phantom story? Um, it was really good because I like the artwork and stuff. <laughs> I I like this one. I'm interested in face. Um, and like he's yelling, like yelling, and is also saying shh. <laughs> and, but he's he's being loud and he doesn't know what. Fair enough. Um, so is that your is that would that be your favourite page in the whole book? Yeah. Did you have any other favourite pages? Mm-hmm. Like which ones? This one. Okay, so now you're on page 35. What do you like about page 35? I'm like, how how can you get on the top of the skull cave? And I also you like also like this one. Which page is that? Page 30? Why? <laughs> because um, he's in the skull cape and thinking some birthday, but it he's in the cave, but it looks like it's but he looks like it's actually the skull thinking. Yeah. <laughs> so Gus, you're seven. Did you find the was it easy to read? 
Yeah. Was there any bits that you thought, oh, this is too hard, I have to skip over some words or anything? No. Okay, good. You're a pretty smart seven-year-old, though. Mm. So tell me about the story. What happened in the story? Um, so first thing, going on a hunt for, um, like, food. They find someone Pollers. Huh? Impalas. Impalas. Yep. Yeah. And and then he scares them away. He grows up, does boxing, but then Guran wants to turn. Guran. Guran wants to turn. And he says, Well, don't say I didn't warn you And and he actually wins. And Guran actually wins and and then they're going on another another hunt for food later, and he accidentally is looking at the thing, but he's not looking at his feet, and he steps on a fallen branch, and yep. it snaps, and yeah. It says it's a Gensbok. Oh, that must be a different type of... Different type of deer or whatever. Mm. Mm. So, then there were some bad guys later on. Yeah. And that's where another part of the problem starts. And he's... And he's... Because he's in the jungle, he has a really good sense. And he, he smelled a leopard. Yep. And a hungry one. Yep. And then the phantom comes, and then he's all safe because yep. the phantom did it. Yep. And he, he says, and then one of the guys say, Ghost, it's time to hunt. But then he hears the tom-tom drums. Yep. And they're going tom-tom-tom-tom. And then trouble. In that, I learned something new from that. What did you learn? That I I didn't know that if if the venom they're hunting, that if the people at the thing see that there's trouble, they bang the drums and then he knows there's trouble. Right. I didn't know that. Oh, there you go. So you're learning a bit about the venom as well. What about what about um, the kid? Do you think that he's going to you know, because he, he's sad sometimes in the story, isn't he? Mm. Why? Because, like, he's actually he was actually the one thinking some birthday, and he's also I also remember he he's say he's thinking father could have died today, and it would have been my fault. And yeah. So do you think, do you think, because in the Phantom story, this kid is supposed to grow up to be the Phantom, isn't he? Mm. Do you think he's going to be a good Phantom? Yeah. Does he think that? No. Why not? Because he keeps doing really bad stuff. Hmm. Like. So what do you think he has to do? Just learn from his mistakes. Yeah, okay.
Okay. So, did you like reading this comic? Mm, it's really funny. Because you've read some of my other Phantom comics as well. Yeah. Is this one easier to read or harder to read or? Way easier. Why? Because, like, it doesn't have the same, like, the same starting bit, like in the deep woods. A long time ago, when the Phantom was a boy, not many of the comics have that. Yeah, true, true. And um, did you like the pictures in this better than the pictures in normal Phantom comics, or just different? Yeah. Oh, you did. Because like, like this one. Back to page four. You really like that one, don't you? Yeah. Okay, so they're just more fun pictures, aren't they? Mm. Than normal. And I'm thinking, like over on this page, no birds are in the sky. Because it's so quiet, yeah. then he runs out and scares the birds out of the trees. Yeah, so you notice all of those little things that are in the in the pictures as well. Hmm. Yeah, that's good. So, do you think, Gus, that um, is this like? Are you interested to read the next story? Yeah. Yeah. Really interested. I know what it's called because it says it. It says next issue the journey and i'm real and i'm really excited to read that okay do you think that this is a comic book that some of your friends at school might like to read mm-hmm. why i'm like especially on page four they'd like it um yeah but and also um, I really like it, and I like it's really cool, and I really like. I think kids will like it. All right, cool. Well, I think that'll do. Thank you very much, Gus. That's okay. My name is Jessica, and I am nine years old. And Dad has been reading the Phantom book to me since I was a baby. So, what did you think of the Kid Phantom when I first handed it to you? It was going to be good and interesting. And after you finished reading it, what what did you think of it? What was your favourite part? Um, when the whole book and the colouring pages. Colour pages. So you liked all the colour pages? Yep. So do you want to continue to collect the Kid Phantom? Yes. So you can have a big collection like that? Yes. You're going to have to get your own phantom room. So did you like the stickers in it? Yes. So what other freebies would you like to see in future phantom comics? Um, trading cards. Like kid, kid phantom trading cards? Yeah. Well, thank you for your input, Jess. I hope they enjoyed it. Well, this is Kai and Sean Bassett here, and Kai's just finished reading the first episode of The Kid Phantom because I haven't had a chance to read it yet because Kai has. We're just going to run through some of the questions that uh, Chronicle Chain wanted to ask. So basically, Kai, how old are you, mate? And how long have you been reading The Phantom for? I'm 10, and I've been reading The Phantom for one year. And how many Phantoms do you think you've read in that one year? 
I don't know. What, so what have you been reading? What was it? It was the budget books, wasn't it? It wasn't any of the normal free comics? No. Just the budgets? Yeah. And how many do you think you read of those? About three. Three? Did, did you like them? Yeah, I liked them. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And what did you think when I told you about the fact that, that there was going to be a kid fandom comic? I felt excited. Excited? Yeah, well, that's good. And you've just read it before me. I haven't had a chance to read it yet. What What do you think about the comic? Was it good? Was it a good read? I loved it. Yeah, seriously? And do you think you want to read more? Yes. Yeah? What What bit do you think you want to read more about? What do you think? I want to read about how, um, how he becomes the Phantom. Yeah. Do you want to read about his adventures or anything else? Yeah. Yeah? And should I continue keep buying it for you? Yes. <laughs> and if I don't buy it, will you buy it with the no pocket money you've got? Maybe. How about I just buy it for you? Yeah. Okay. Um, what do you think of the stickers that you're not allowed to stick on anything because that's my comic and that would mean that you're damaging it? They looked good. So if I bought I, you... I saw... I saw one with the the original drawings and just the lines and everything. Yeah. So if I bought you uh, your own copy of this comic, would you use the sticker somewhere? Yes. Probably. Cool. Probably. What else do you think would be good to go with the comic? If, like, it wasn't stickers, what do you think would be good that would be phantom related? I think... Maybe, um, like the first part of the next comic that's coming. Or like a preview? Yeah. So you know what's coming up? Yeah. So, so you want to tell me to buy it more? So you want me to, so, so, you no, so, so that you know what's going to happen in the oh, next yeah. comic? Oh yeah, that's a good idea. So yeah, no, no, that'd be good. Actually, I wouldn't mind that for the regular series phantoms to know what the preview for the next thing would be. Um, now, Kai, do you have uh, ten? Do you have kids or no kids that you'll you that you'll promote this to? So basically, obviously, you don't have kids yet because that's what I do. Actually, I do have kids. Uh, do you seriously? Yes. Is something you want to tell me? Yes. Do, will you tell your friends about this, and will you tell them it's a good read? Maybe. Maybe, if it comes up? Yeah, maybe. Okay, good. Is there anything else you'd like to say about the kid, about the kid fandom? Well, it was kind of short. Yeah? There wasn't very much things in it. What do you mean, sorry? There was a lot of adventures and stuff in it, but it was very short. I finished it in about half an hour. Okay, so so you want longer stories or more information? Because you're ten, so your and your learning's really good. So do you want more out of it? Do you want to read the normal fandoms rather than the kid fandom, or what, what do you think? I think that should be a couple of pages longer. Okay, okay. So that's something something to think about.
Thanks, mate. Well, thanks for reading it, and I am jealous that you got to read it before me, because it's the first time in about 20 years that someone's beaten me to a fan comic. But I'm glad you enjoyed it, and I'll get you the next one, and we'll see where we go. Okay. All right. We'll see you later. Hello. My name is Tristan McGarrick. I'm 17, and I've been reading The Phantom for as long as I can remember. Um, I read a lot of comics. From The Flash in DC, uh, I read a lot of The Flash. Um, I read a fair bit of uh, The Walking Dead. I've completely finished that. <laughs> um, that Phantom I read whenever I get the opportunity to read, so yeah. So last, uh, last night I had the opportunity to read the Kid Phantom comic, the first issue, and I got a few thoughts about it. So, when I first uh, first saw the comic, I saw the artwork and it immediately gave me the impression that it was going to be a very playful, happy uh, kind of comic and uh, kind of gives the idea that it's um, aimed at a younger audience. And then I... Uh, but yeah, it, it, looked, it looked like it was going to be fun to read. So then I uh, read the story... And I really enjoyed it. Um, if I if I had one thing to do with it, um, the artwork. Uh, I'm I'm a bit of a traditionalist, and um, I kind of liked how the classic comics were um, uh, drawn. So uh, otherwise, I thought it was fantastic. The the story it, it gave a lot of lessons. Um, and uh, built inside of it. So, yeah, overall, I really enjoyed it. Um, the, the the comic, it, it's something that is suited to... Um, it, it look, it's definitely aimed at a younger audience, somewhere between the 12, um, 8 and 12 to 12-year-old 12 range. Um, but I think anyone can uh, pick it up and read it. Um, would, I, would I consider... Buying it, reading it, and collecting it. Well, I would definitely read it if it was given to me, but I don't think um, I would personally go out of out of my way and spend the money on buying buying each of the comics and um, uh, collecting them. At the moment, I just pick uh, pick them up when I get the opportunity to. So um, it's just I just don't have really too much time on my hands to do that. So. Um, one one thing that I do find was very 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 cool was the addition of stickers and little extras that they have because I would totally stick them all over my computer. <laughs> I, that's just that's just awesome. The one thing is that because like I said earlier, the um, artwork isn't exactly my forte, forte, and that would be the one thing preventing me from. Uh, putting this on something like my school laptop or something like that. <laughs> Any extras that I would like to see in the next issue? Well, I would love to see a pair of phantom rings. <laughs> but that's unfeasible, sadly. That's probably just way too expensive uh, to put into every single comic. Is this a comic uh, that I think other people my age would... Um, go out and get and get into well for me personally i don't think um my i i, I would personally do it 
but I know a few uh, friends who would, I, I've been trying to get into reading The Phantom for quite some time, and I think this is a comic that could possibly get them into it. So, yeah, I, I already uh, was starting to talk to them about it last night, so, yeah. Um, anything else? Well, I, like I said earlier, I, I honestly, I really did enjoy this comic. Um, it, it's very light-hearted, it's very colourful, it's very playful. So, yeah. <laughs> Hello there, Sammy J here. I am 33 years old, long-time Phantom reader, lapsed for 15 years, returned into the fold very recently. And I was, like many people, very excited to see the launch of Kid Phantom. Like many people, I was initially taken aback by the artwork, because seeing our hero in such a caricatured form uh, was uh, gave me a moment of pause. But I got on board the idea very, very quickly. A lot, lot quicker than others, I've got to say, because it's not like they're taking away the Phantom from us. They're simply adding things to the world, which I think is important to remember. And anything that gets the younger generation on board is fantastic, and... Uh, Having gone to the newsagents and purchased my copy a couple of days ago, all expectations were surpassed. I think it's a really beautiful story. It's, the illustrations are just incredible. Paul should be walking around 10 foot high at the moment. Um, not on drugs, of course, or you know, jungle vines, perhaps. Anyway, uh, the, the story was really well, just beautiful as well. You know, it, was, it had a really nice mix of humour for me in it, but also completely true to the, to the fandom world. And I really liked the, the messages that were in there. Um, I read it to my four-year-old daughter. She was on board. She was getting sad when Kit was failing at the start, and then she continued, uh, but, but she really enjoyed it. The, the, the slightly more bloody scenes with older fandom gave her, a, a, you know, were a little um, confronting for her, I think. So I think next time I'll, I'll vet it in advance just to make sure I don't need to skip a few <laughs> pages. But overall, uh, it was just brilliant. She loved the stickers. Um, you know, I actually had to sort of fight her for some of them myself. Um, but I just think Fru and all involved should be exceptionally proud. I think it's a really, you know, qu quite a feeling to walk into news agent and see a brand new title on the shelves in, in this day and age where the fandom, it seems for many years and until just this last change of guard at Fru has been, uh, you know, slipping further behind in the field. It seems like this is a huge step forward. Uh, freebies that I'd like to see next time. You, you can't go past the idea of kids getting their own rings. Um, and Skull Ring's all well and good, but I think the Skull Ring and a good Mark Ring would really complement the set because it, it, it lets people ask more questions about the Phantom's world and it, it opens it up, one for each hand. But look, at the very least, the little Skull Ring would be pretty sweet. Um, and I'll be buying a couple of these I already have to, to give to other kids. And yeah, again, interested in about the age group because I think whilst my four-year-old enjoyed it, it certainly seems like probably more your eight, nine, ten-year-old age bracket might be where it's hitting and I certainly hope that's where it's really resonating as well. My hat goes off to everyone involved. Can't wait for the next edition. Hey, this is Jamie Johnson. Just uh, leaving a quick little uh, review of Kid Phantom by Paul Mason. Um, I can really only speak to the art, being an artist myself, but a few things that stood out to me about this publication. Um, the flow, um, things like breaking the panel borders, um, the build-up, um, of action uh, and into several triumphant splash pages. Um, I feel Paul's perfected the art of dynamic poses, um, conveys the action quite well, and um, you'll find that, you know, while it's a uh, 
kid phantom in title you might feel it appeal to a younger audience it's actually an all ages comic um i found myself looking at certain devices that he had used and really kind of identifying with that um you know with my own art style and while his art style is not conventional i feel that it is really great for conveying the action um that you know the adventures of uh, young kid phantom uh the zine size format uh, I think that's great in uh, appealing to kids. Uh, you'll find a lot of the the smaller, um, you know, publications in the news agency, and kids tend to gravitate towards that. Um, so it just it's great to see that Fru is appealing to that younger audience. Um, you know, we need strength in numbers. Uh, it doesn't affect, um, you know, the flagship title. Uh, Phantom stays intact, but it doesn't hurt to expand and draw in younger readers. Uh, I know that. Um, you know, on, on other titles um, from other publishers, you know, you kind of jump in at a random point and then you see references to other issues and you want to kind of pick it up and, and see. And I think a lot of you would realize that Phantom is something that, you know, might might be a single story, it might be a three-story arc, um, but, you know, you can kind of pick up at any point. Um, so for all the folkists and, you know, the people that are, you know, very diehard, you know, classic Phantom fans, it doesn't actually hurt that line. If anything, it brings younger readers into the fray who will end up picking up, um, you know, our Phantom. And, uh, you know, and all that can do is just, just sustain it over time. Um, you know, you've got to adapt to survive. And in this industry, it's it's brutal out there. And it's just great to see that, um, you know, through being so uh, innovative. Um, yeah, so I mean, I think overall, um, I was very impressed. Uh, I know there's been mixed feedback, uh, mostly positive. It's great to see the interaction on social media. Um, seeing, you know, people posting pictures of their kids reading a kid phantom followed by reading a normal phantom. Um, you know, I got a kick out of that. Uh, it's just great to see that people getting behind a local artist and, uh, you know, really, uh, helping expand the line. So, I can't wait to see the next issue. Well done to Paul and everyone involved. Um, keep up the great work, and yeah, I'll catch you on the next one. I'm Gal Markin. I'm 35. I've been reading Phantom since I was seven. Uh, just come off a 10-year break and got back into the swing of things. Uh, my initial thoughts before reading, uh, it's great to see that Fru have started this initiative of getting new blood into the Phantom world. And, um, yeah, what a way to kick it off. My kids are enthralled. It's great. Uh, after I've read the story, I'm, I'm wanting more. It's, it happens so quickly. And, um, can't wait for the next issue. And, uh, now I'm actually going out and looking for, uh, other works of, of Paul Mason. His, uh, Soldier Legacy and that sort of thing. Will I continue to buy and read that? Yes, I will. That, yes, that's that's a given. Uh, yes, I did like the free stickers. Um, I think there needs to be more symbology of the phantom, like uh, like a simple mask or uh, a skull ring symbol or a good mark symbol or the belt. Something that old phantom fans also like. Something that draws the eye, not just the kid phantom. Yeah, it's great. But, you know, you need some symbols you can stick on your textbooks or your workbooks or whatever kids do nowadays. Laptops. Uh, extras. Well, it's a, it's a good start. Um, 
but in comparison to other kid sort of orientated products like uh, a K-Zone or Crash or whatever it's um, I'm not up to speed in this kind of thing but you know you see them in the news agents every now and then um, how about a mask just a simple foam latex mask you slip it in um, in a plastic sheet give that away uh, rings uh, one for each hand it doesn't matter if they're they, well, it might even be better if they're stamp rings or something like that you don't really want to give the kids a, the notion of smacking each other with uh, metal rings um, poster just a double sided full spread poster right in the middle that'd be great something you can hang on the wall um, stationery maybe uh, pencils with uh, kid phantom printed down the side and maybe um or you know, sort of carpentry pencils, the flat-sided ones. Collector cards. I know there's another series coming out, but, you know, used to say you can't stick in uh, four random cards or something like that to build up a, a sheet or something like that. Um, what else? Yes, I have many a child. Um, that, the age group... This is aimed at. I have um, my oldest Anna at 11 and uh, my middle child Lola at 8. And they've burnt through it so quickly. It's um, And now they're chewing through the rest of my comics as well, which is really good to see, but so heartrending. They're mine. Um, anything else I want to add? Well, great first issue, great story, great format. Still trying to work out the best way to preserve them. Like bags and boards and that sort of thing. Um, depending on page sizes and that sort of thing, are they going to bump it up to make it like a, if it's a quarterly thing, you've got one story, try and make it a bit more interesting, like a travel companion in the car or something like that. So you get um, get some games in there, like a, a maze or a word search or a coloring page or something like that, and that, that coloring thing can go into a competition. Which they can stick in the back of it. Um, how about a, a kid phantom forum? Just to get the kids' feedback. Um, they can send in emails to free themselves and and uh, like letters or, or pictures of them dressed up or drawing or colouring or something like that or just reading the comics. Other than that. I hope this works for you and uh, keep up the good work. And uh, yeah, I'm des desperately waiting for second issue. Well, this is Kai and Sean Bassett uh, once again. It's a few days after Supernova Melbourne. I've, things have settled down. I've had a chance to read the Kid Phantom. I think Kai's got some questions he'd like to ask me this time about uh, about what I thought of the what I thought of the comic. So, Kai, what did you want to ask me? What's your name, age, and how long have you been reading The Phantom? Well, I'm Sean Bassett, and I'm 42, and I've been reading The Phantom for 25 years, so since I was 17. I thought it was 16. No, because I started reading when I was 17. 16 plus 17 is 33, not 42. Yeah. What's your first initial thoughts on it? Um, on, well, Before getting it, before reading it, I thought the idea was was a good idea um, to get younger kids 
into reading a you know a, a character that's not all that popular. I mean, we've just been around Supernova on Saturday, and how many Harley Quinns do we see, Kyle? About a billion. Yeah. And lots of Supermans and lots of Batmans and lots of other characters, but no Phantoms and no Phantom stuff. So. I think introducing it to younger kids is great. It's great for the longevity of the, of the character. And hopefully, we'll get another eighty years. What were your thoughts after your first read of the story? Oh, I, I thought it was a good, simple story. It was, it was. It seemed to be over quite quickly. Um, that would be my only criticism, mainly probably because I wanted a bit more. Um, there's been quite a bit of talk about the art, and a lot of people saying they don't like it. I didn't really notice it after the first few pages. Yeah, it's, it's a different style, but just because it's a different style doesn't mean anything wrong with it. It's just um, it's going to appeal to younger kids. You liked the art a lot, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, more than traditional phantom art? Yeah. Yeah, well, see, that's... that's I the, like comics, comic, cartoon art. Like that style? Yeah. So not, not like the style in the other books that you read? No, not too detailed. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. And it means that the action's easily... It's big pages, bright colours, good glossy paper. So, look, I thought it was, a, it was a good comic. It was a good read. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, look, I did, for, for what it was. Like I said, it's I enjoyed having a, a quick read of it. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens going forward. Will you come to buy and read the series? Continue to buy and read it. Well, I think I'll get in trouble if I don't continue to buy and read it because Kai wants to read it. Um, but I'm interested to see how it gets fleshed out. I mean, the original story it's based on sort of a six or seven year gap when he was in um, in the US, and, I'm, and that was covered in sort of five or six pages. I'm interested to have to see how that's fleshed out. I think it's a good start. Um, put up some good ideas. Yeah, I'm keen to see what happens. Do you like the stickers and extras? No, well, like as I said. Um, the stickers to me weren't all that exciting. They're not really designed at me, and um, they don't. I'll take or leave them. So I'm not particularly fast. That doesn't mean the car can, can. Doesn't mean you can take the stickers out and use them. You'll buy your own copies for that. Okay. What freebies and extras would you like to see next? Um. Again, look, I'm not that fussed by it, but I'm I'm a bit surprised. I was a bit surprised when I bought it at the news agents. I was expecting to see it, you know, in a plastic bag, like. On the Archie or My Little Pony or that style of comics that you see at the checkouts, where they've got you know rubbers and pens and stuff like that stuck in them, um, I was a bit surprised. When I knew there was going to be some freebies in it, I was a bit surprised to see them in the middle of the comic. Not that that's a bad thing. But if I were to go the plastic bag option, it means they can do things like skull rings or you know, good mark charms, or they can do 3D things or bookmarks or something like that. It might be interesting. It might open up for them. Okay. Do you have kids or no kids that you can promote this to? Uh, I think I've successfully promoted it to one child already. Uh, he seemed to quite like it. Um, I've got a seven-year-old daughter as well. Whether she'll read it or not, that we'll see. We'll have to wait and see. She's, she probably won't. No, I'd say she probably won't, but that's got nothing with the fan and it's more to do with her. Uh, the two-year-old, Elden, used to come. We'll see what he does. When he's in about ten years. Maybe. Anything else you want to add? Uh, just I think it's a great it's a great thing for Fru to be trying new ideas and trying to get other people into, into the character and great to see. And I'm pretty sure you, you like it, Kai, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it's, 
I'm, I'm happy to be able to sit here and talk about it with Kai and actually have something that we've both read and discuss it. So, yeah, I think it's a good item. Yeah. Anyway, I think that'll do us, mate. Yeah. So my name is Jules Faber. I'm uh, 46 and I've been reading The Phantom uh, since I was seven or eight years old, I suppose. Um, I just got... Uh, my copy of Kid Phantom on the weekend. I've been hanging out to actually check it out. I like when stories that I'm familiar with take on a new direction. And and um, we haven't really seen enough. I mean, we've got a, a basic idea of the origin story of our current Phantom, but um, I felt that this was a, a, a nice direction to go in. Um, so I'd, I'd heard a bit about it. I'd, I'd been listening to um the the chatter if you like on social media um it wasn't huge chatter but it was chatter nonetheless and um so i was really intrigued to see it um i finally uh, got to pick up my copy and I, the format it struck me uh immediately the size of it it's it's kid sized it's it's like your um your k zones or your your uh kids magazines that they read in, in supermarkets, usually in a plastic bag with a bunch of cheap toys attached. Um, so I thought that was pretty exciting, and they're playing to the right audience there. Um, they've, they've created a, a story about our current Phantom as as a kid, and how he, he probably, you know, the greatest Phantom that there is, and was. Um, so it's interesting to see that contrast of him as a kid learning how to be better. He's not, um, he wasn't born with a skill set as, uh, as the Phantom. He had to learn it all, and it's interesting to see him um, to learning that along the way. So, so I liked that angle too. And it was handled um, in the, and what, what really impressed me about the writing was it sounded like a, a, a Phantom comic. It sounded like a Phantom comic from, from the 70s. Um, my favourite Phantom artist of all time was Cy Barry, and that that um, in the seventies, where the the Phantom was just the art was so glorious, and the storylines were great, and it just had this tongue in cheek kind of feel to it, and that that I felt was coming through in the writing um, by Enriquez, and uh, and then Paul Mason's art, of course, um, again sort of control contributed very nicely to to the art um, the, the, the style you know it's a kid style it's a kid friendly style um, there's a lot of action there's a lot of movement um, some of the movement in it is just fantastic actually and that's a different course to um, for the phantom I felt that it had um, this different feel it was it was the phantom universe but it wasn't quite the same universe that we're used to um, so I, I really liked uh, the art angle of it. it. It's kind of reminded me a bit of um, Disney's Tarzan in parts um, before, you know, one of the last hand-drawn films um, back in 2000, and, 2000, I think it was, or 99, one of those. Um, so, yeah, so overall I thought it was, um, I thought it was pretty good, nice big panels. Uh, which is important when you've got a small format like this. The panels were large enough 
that kids can still see them and read them and understand what's going on. I think um, if you were doing a comic of Phantom, the usual Phantom size at the usual Phantom panels, you, you, you're going to lose your audience uh, with a story like this. So the format was great. The colour was good. Um, the violence was very cartoony and the bad guys were certainly very cartoon bad guys, very, uh, very cliched um, for the Phantom. Um, and, uh, and overall it had a good feel, even, you know, the Phantom, the Phantom's dad gets shot. Um, it was handled pretty nicely. Didn't have, um, you know, gallons of blood everywhere and all sorts of things. It was, uh, it was respectfully and tastefully done. Um, so I, I think overall it was, uh, I don't know what I was expecting, but it was certainly, um, it was certainly of a quality, um, that impressed me. I really, I really liked it. My daughter really liked it too. She's nine and a half. She's been reading The Phantom uh, since she was five or six. Um, no doubt due to the archive boxes full of Phantom comics that I have in the, lying around the house. Um, and she likes a variety of different comics too. So, um, so it was really good that she could. Uh, she actually just devoured this. Just went through it in a real hurry. So. Uh, and she enjoyed it, as I said. So um, I think, yeah, overall, it's it's, it's going to be an interesting series to follow to watch how it, how it works for kids. Um, I think it'll be interesting if it can bring in a new audience, um, which is always important when you have a, a, such a long-running series. You know, as your existing audience ages, you need to be bringing in a fresh audience all the time. And I think this is a really interesting way of, of handling that, um, making uh, the Phantom and his his story um, one that that's still um, is still relevant today for kids. So, um, yeah, you know, the Phantom was always a fairly clean-cut character. And that's that's also been handled well here, as as I mentioned earlier. It's it, it's true to it's true to Fru's original vision, I think. And and uh, overall, yeah, I think it was pretty good. Um, I'll be I'll be following it. I think I'll um I'll stick with it for a while and see how we go. Um, I always like to get on board when you accidentally get on board with something at the beginning, and you actually end up liking it and staying with it. So. Um, and I didn't expect not to like it, but I'm, I was certainly glad that I did like it. Um, so, and the stickers are cool. You know, there's an, a page of stickers in the middle, which um, seems to be art taken from the book, but also uh, art that's maybe sketchbook art that's been just collected and um, put together. Uh, I think that's a really, really clever idea, clever marketing idea. It probably costs very little to actually do. But, you know, kids love stickers, and the first thing they're going to do is plaster it everywhere, and kids are going to be asking about it. So um, I thought that was a really cool idea. Um, as to what freebies or extras um, they could do into the future, I don't know. Um, notoriously, magazines um, give away things every so often. I don't know if they're going to be doing it every issue or whether it was just a gimmick for the first run. Um but uh, yeah, it'd be. I don't. I don't know what else they could do. Yeah. You know, something. I, I don't. I don't know. To see if they continue that or um, or just continue doing stickers. I don't know. Um. But yeah, we'll definitely follow it. Mary will 
Miriam daughter, she'll enjoy following it. So, um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. And, uh, we'll see how it goes, I suppose. Yeah, it's, um, but overall, I'm, I'm gonna call it eight and a half out of ten. Um, I thought it was, uh, yeah, um, I, as I said, I didn't know what I was expecting, but it was certainly more impressive than I, than I anticipated. So, um, yes. Hi, I'm Trevor Clark, a long-time fan and comics collector. My take on Kid Phantom Issue 1, released by Fru, late April 2017. What first strikes you was the vibrant cover. It is obviously a fan of which one. It is an awkward stance as the character attempts to leap out of the page. But it works. It is in motion. It is challenging the form, the perspective. You then realise the comic is smaller than the standard fan affair, going for the digest size, fitting in with the children's magazine market. It feels right. Large enough to give the art impact and folding out the cover more characters are hinted at and a phantom on a dark brown horse tells us he is not the 21st phantom. So the character on the front cover must be our hero as a child. Opening the comic, finally. Page 2 is a brief intro to the characters and setting of this comic. Not your classic page 2 from Fru. And finally the story starts and it is a wonderful quick romp as a young child with high expectations of his parents tests boundaries and his own fears to take the first steps in accepting his role as a prospective phantom. The writing by Gabriel Henriquez is solid and both age appropriate and fits with the known history, i.e. canon. I can't remember whether publisher Glenn Ford said it is based on the 1940s book The Son of the Phantom or the first Avon novel. The art by Paul Mason is vibrant, colourful and detailed enough to bring the jungle settings to life. A number of single page and one double page allow Paul full reign to express himself and impress us. Paul is known to some already as a veteran of the Australian independent comic scene, publishing the Soldier Legacy titles for some years. He carries his style, developed in that title, to the Kid Phantom. It is distinctive and his own. He is great at differing perspectives, especially in scenes with motion giving a pseudo 3D effect that alludes to the depth of the scene, despite the 2D of the page. The sticker sheet in the middle is a nice gimmick that will add to the appeal for young readers. I hope this can get to as many of the target audience as possible, as they will not be disappointed. Fru, Gabriel, Paul and others should be proud of this debut. It deserves to do well. Four and a half skulls out of five. Thank you. Hi, Terry Cray down here in uh, Balnaring on the Mornington Peninsula in Victoria. Just uh, like to say a few things about the Kid Phantom. I have been reading the Phantom basically all my life. I'm 67 now, so that is a long time. My first initial thoughts on the Kid Phantom were what a brilliant idea. Then after reading uh, the story, I thought it was uh, absolutely great. Really enjoyed it. Uh, a good insight into um, the young Phantom growing up. And I will look forward to um, purchasing the rest of the series and reading them. The stickers, well, that was a bit of a bonus, yes. Uh, what freebies would I like for the next lot? Well... Not sure, to be honest with you. Anything uh, extra is always a bonus. Um, I guess I do have two kids, but they're not into the Phantom, so um, 
unfortunately, that's that. Okay, thank you. Bye. Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, Cy Barry here. Uh, uh, age 89. Uh, I live in Holbrook, uh, New York, and um, retired for, uh, oh, about 22 years now. Uh, I did draw the Phantom. I guess most of your fans know. And um, I uh, had an opportunity to uh, to see the uh, the new story, the new book coming out of uh, Kid Phantom, and uh, I thought I'd give a a, a short critique on it. Um, uh, I liked the storyline, and it was uh, it was clever and uh, somewhat humorous at some points. The uh, I would say that the artist layout. I'm not sure what the uh, artist's name is. Uh, can you fill me in on that, Dan? Paul Mason. Oh, Paul Mason. Right, right. Um, uh, he's very talented in, in his um, uh, in his presentation, in the way he presents uh, uh, different angles and the, uh, and tells and in his storytelling, um, he gets uh, gets very uh, exciting shots. And some of the action is very, very uh, interesting and, and exciting. It's not the way I uh, I would have um, uh, seen Kit as a young boy. Um, uh, I I like the idea of his getting into trouble all the time. Now, when when Kit got into tro- trouble several times, my feeling is uh, because I'm, I've always tried to feature. Uh, the expressions and the emotions of the characters. And I try to make the Phantom more human. I try to give him a smile now and then. And uh, uh, I try to show different emotions that he went through. My feeling was that um, his he, he always had this very grim, angry look uh, and very little of the uh, light touch uh, in the drawing itself, and that's what I try to introduce into the, the Phantom character, and especially the characters around the Phantom. But I always try to give him as much emotion and human uh, feeling into the into the strip. Uh, my my feeling is that he could have been handled a little lighter and less. Uh, it was almost a almost a, a statuesque. Uh, almost as though the Phantom were chiseled out of stone. Uh, that was my impression of uh, the way he was depicted. So uh, basically, uh, the story was good. His storytelling was exciting. His, his angles and shots, uh, I must say, they, they they were very nicely done. Uh, but I think what happens is that he's a stern dad, that he's not a, really a... So a warm, I mean, he's supposed to be his father. And, uh, yes, he, he, uh, he was trying to teach him. He tried to be a figure of, uh, uh, of showing, uh, of, uh, teaching him and, and asserting the father asserting himself when, uh, when, uh, when he had to. But on the other hand, he, uh, you're a father and you love your child and you're supposed to show that warmth, I think. When he uh, nearly, I mean, when the cat was about to pounce on him, that kind of thing, that's fear. That's a fearful situation. It's a dangerous situation. There, I can understand the 
the father feeling, well, the kid was so absorbed in trying to shoot down a, a deer or whatever that he never uh, even noticed that there was a leopard coming up behind him. Uh, you know, that he was so uh, that he has to be more aware of what's going on around him. When there's a point of danger, that's understandable that he's so stern. But even if he was firm, a little firm with a kid, and then later on spoke to Diana or something like that, and and said, um, "I hope I'm not too hard uh, hard on the kid, but uh, he does need to. He, he needs a lot of learning." Did the action scenes and that sort of thing you thought they were quite good? Yes, very good. Uh, very exciting angles and. Uh, it moved. It moved nicely. I like that. I like. He made the story move. Uh, uh, far, uh, far more uh, uh, exciting than, uh, let's say, uh, uh, Wilson McCoy's interpretation. You know, uh, he was. His work was very quiet and, and uh, very soft, and not really dramatic when it had to be very dramatic. And his was dramatic. It uh, it had a lot of action when there was uh, when there was uh, movement or or uh, punching or hitting or whatever or uh, running from uh, from from a dangerous situation or whatever. I thought uh, the action was quite good and the angles, uh, different perspectives were good. Um, the, the bird's eye views and. Were my views and whatever, uh, they were done very well. And when he needed a close up, I liked uh, some of the close ups he brought in too. I think that gives it a little variety and uh, peps it up a little bit. And that's what it needs. This Phantom is uh, needs a, a lot, uh, needs some of that excitement in it, uh, a little of the punch, you know. Hmm. And uh, he got he got it in there. I must say that his interpretation was good. I, as I say, I, I, I would have liked um, the kid was okay, but it's not quite the way I would have visualized. I didn't think he was um, cute enough. Cute enough looking. He mm. seemed to. Uh, he, he wasn't cute enough looking. He's a kid. He was a kid. You know, you want to make him. Uh, you you want to make him someone that could you know could accept him as their child. You know and. Uh, I saw him, I didn't uh, think he was uh, uh, not the kind of interpretation I would give it. I guess it's just that that in itself is just a matter of taste. I don't uh, blame him for that. That's the way he saw it, but I, I wouldn't have seen him that way. Do you think it's, like, obviously uh, you may or may not know that this is aimed more towards like the the younger generation, like the like the ten to fourteen. Do you think it's a good um, concept to be able to yeah. like target the next generation fan? Uh, yes, I, I mean as far as the story itself, the way the story. Yeah, the story and about? the whole idea and of of focusing on like the kid phantom and, and stuff. Yeah, I, uh, I think the idea is good in that uh, he. He is fashioning him and getting him ready for the next generation. Because uh, even though the natives think uh, he he never dies, uh, he knows he knows it himself mm. that he's not mm. immortal. And eventually, um, he's going to have to have his son take over. So um, uh, the kid's doing a poor job so far, but uh, <laughs> he'll come around. He'll sure. come around. 
Yeah, the story's good. Uh, it, it was a uh, a new version. Uh, it was fresh, and uh, uh, but that's uh, you know that, uh, that my feeling is that uh, the story was nicely done. Uh, a little grim, you know, uh, could have been done a little lighter in a little lighter vein. Um, where there was a threat, that's that was good. You know, I mean, Phantom had to be more stern about that where there was a serious threat so um that's uh, that's where i am with uh with kid phantom i like the story uh it was interesting the story read well it moved it was, the characterization could have been better um but i felt he made the movie the story move he gave it a lot of action i liked his angles uh, but, uh, again, I would have liked, uh, to see the Phantom handled a little differently and, uh, in, in his interpretation. And I'm not, I wasn't, uh, I, I, the kid didn't really grab me, um, uh, in the way he looked. I would have liked a, a, a different looking kid. Uh, it wasn't the way I would have interpreted the character. I think if you saw, well, I kind of, I, I would have seen him a little more like, like the way I handled, uh, Rex, hmm. and uh, that's the way I uh, I would have seen uh, the kid a little more like Rex. So um, uh, that's the way I see it. So that's my interpretation. <laughs> well, thank you right. very yeah no thank you, thank you very much. Okay, Sean. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Right. Okay, guys, and uh, good talking to you again. Take care. Bye now. Thank you, everybody, for sending through your reviews. Thank you uh, for people like Cy Barry, Sammy J, and Jules Faber, and also all the fans and the fans who managed to get their kids involved. I really am very happy to hear all the kids uh, being excited about it, and um, I'm looking forward to when I'm not going to be the youngest person there anymore. So, the youngest reader. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> so, um, it was good. It was good to hear. We, there were some good reviews, um, some some interesting uh, insights as well from the different age demographics as well, which is quite well. So, as always, uh, thank you, Dan and Steve, for your time. Thank you, Jim. Thanks, everyone. Uh, as as always, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and we don't do Snapchat or anything else like that, not on Tinder or anything else like that, um, just those three. <laughs> I don't think we're on Tinder. <laughs> That's all right. I don't, which, way, which way is the good side? <laughs> <laughs> Chroniclechamber.com is where you should go. <laughs> Yes, chroniclechamber.com is where you will find us. Um, a shout-out always, as always, regarding Patreon. Um, that just helps us to be able to uh, pay for things, hosting uh, for the podcast, for the website, and all other little side projects that we've got going on uh, at the various times. Um, we thank you for the people who do sponsor us via there. And don't forget, uh, if you download us via iTunes and the other equivalents, don't forget to leave us uh, a rating, uh, five out of five stars preferably. Um, that just helps us to be able to be found by other Phantom fans when they are searching for stuff as well. So as always, thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. Um, without you, this is not possible, so we thank you for that. Um, enjoy 
reading the next Kid Phantom as well as every other Phantom comic that is coming out, and happy Phantoming. 500. Thank you, everybody, for sending those reviews in, and especially Sai as well for uh, for reading it and having a bit of a... Uh, hang on, let me start that again. Um, looking forward to uh, episode two, uh, issue two of the Kid Phantom. And so what will... Oh, crap, can we just do that whole again, sorry? Yeah, mate. Um, exhausted. But future future issues and, and maybe... Yeah, but I, I think... Yeah, you finish. Sorry, you go down. No, 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 that's all right. I, I was, no, no, you go. I was, oh, no, I genuinely was just filling air. I've got nothing. <laughs> As opposed to every other I was one. actually... I'm, yeah, <laughs> it was the difference. Um, <laughs> I, I d- all right. Let's try take three. My gosh. 500 years ago, he washed ashore the sole survivor of a shipwreck. And upon the skull of the man who killed his dad, he said, I'm mad, I must eradicate piracy, injustice and cruelty. And all my sons will follow me, so evildoers will believe that this man cannot die. The ghost who walks, enemies beware, the phantom's always there, but you won't find the phantom 